Welcome to the Babbage Guide to Manifestation. Consider this podcast your weekly fix of mindset development, manifestation, and of course, Babbage energy. I'm your host, Maddie Cleary. I'm a self-development speaker and lifestyle influencer who is here to help you step into who you're meant to be. If you've ever been told to be realistic or play it safe, I'm here to respectfully say, fuck that. In my world, anything is possible. This is your safe space to dream as big as you want because here we are making shit happen. I'm here to help you remember who the fuck you are so that you can create your dream life because it is possible. Now, let's dive into the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. How are we doing? Good? Okay, cool. So today's podcast episode is going to be about how to have the most abundant energy ever. And really what that means is to just how to be happy in your energy, how to feel full entering your winning season and really just entering a chapter of your life where you just feel like everything's working out for you. Everything's going right. And a lot of this has to do with one, protecting your energy, but two, also your mental diet, what you are consciously consuming on a day-to-day basis, because that is really what is wiring in our mind. A lot of people don't really talk about it, but your mental diet, what you are consciously consuming on the day-to-day basis is affecting your thoughts and your beliefs on the day-to-day. So if you're not being intentional with the energy that you are bringing into your life on a daily basis, then your energy is going to feel scattered. It's going to feel depleted. So it's so, so important when you are trying to enter a new chapter of your life or you're trying to just step into a happier or more abundant version of yourself to start being intentional with your energy and what you're giving your energy to. So that is really what we're going to talk about this podcast episode. I'm going to describe your energy and how to protect it. And then I'm also going to give you four steps on how to step into your most abundant energy. So some life updates for me before we get started. Not that many life updates. I'm looking to rebrand the podcast a little bit. It's definitely been something a little bit on my back burner because I have so many other things I have to do before that, Um, but I'm really excited. I've started a Pinterest board looking at what I want my rebrand photo shoot to look like, and I've started talking with people about rebranding the cover, so I'm really excited about that, and that probably won't be updated for another two weeks, but yeah, if I decide to change the title of this podcast, which I'm not really sure if I want to do, there's like a 40% chance I might do it. It would still be under the same thing, but it would be a different title. So if you are subscribed to the podcast, it will show up under a different name. But if you're subscribed, it will still show up when you refresh your feed when you go to your podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you want to listen to more of these. If not, no worries. I'm glad you're here for today, baby, because we are about to dive into this, okay? So now let's dive into the podcast content. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to protect your energy and how important your energy is. One thing I want to emphasize is your energy is whole and complete as you are. As you were born and when you came straight out the womb, your energy is so whole and complete in its natural state. Our natural state is being happy. Our natural state is feeling full. And you guys may have heard of the saying where it says, your energy is your currency. You know how in our 3D reality that we live now, money is kind of the currency to get what you want. You trade money for certain things. You trade money for a house, a car, 
for better living quality, whatever that is for you. Our currency is our energy. And this is like on a soul level, how you feel on a daily basis, your currency, what you are trading with is your energy. When you have interactions with your friends, what you're trading with is your energy. When you start to consume certain social media, you start to consume certain TV shows, what you're trading with is your energy. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Some things fill up your energy, but other things can deplete your energy. So it's so important that we just start to become more intentional with what we're giving our energy to because if we're constantly feeling depleted or we constantly feel low or sad, and there's not really that many reasons to be sad in our reality, but if we're constantly feeling this low and we're like, I don't know why I'm feeling low, I don't know why I'm feeling stuck, 90% of the time it's because you're giving your energy to something that is depleting you. So what you are giving your energy to is what you are creating more of in your life. So if you're constantly giving your energy to energy drainers, you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to feel empty all the time because you have no more energy to give. But when you feel really, really happy, when you are giving your energy to energy amplifiers is when you start to feel really, really happy you start to feel fulfilled, you start to want to like hang out with everyone, you start to want to compliment everyone wherever you go. If I could plop you in this scenario is I want you to think of like when you have had a crush on someone and they're kind of reciprocating that energy back to you and you start to get this like weird giddy feeling of dopamine where you are literally just like being so nice to everyone, you're complimenting everyone, you're smiling wherever you go. That is when your energy is amplified. You're giving your energy to something and it's giving it back to you tenfold. But something I kind of want to go over is how to identify where your energy is currently at. So when our energy is whole, we feel really happy. We feel light. We feel in flow. Everything's going good. You know, the universe is on our side. God is on our side. We're just in this happy, peaceful state. When we feel depleted in our energy is when we feel sad, heavy. Everything is a drag. Everything is a force. I don't want to get out of bed, that kind of stuff. So the third way is we can feel scattered with our energy. So this is kind of similar to depleted, but I would say scattered is a more hectic, overwhelming energy where everything is overwhelming. Your cup is always empty. You always feel like you're running on low and there's never enough. You just constantly feel behind because you are spreading your energy out to so many different things. It can't be centered at all. So these are the three ways that we can feel within our own energy. And you probably are leaning more towards one than another right now, but I just want you to keep that in mind. So I'm going to give you guys the four steps of how to really feel whole in your energy and how to call all of your energy back so that you are at your most powerful and you are at your most abundant. But before we get into that, I want to go over on how to protect your energy. So as I said before, your energy is so whole and bright in its natural state. You as you are, are so whole and so bright by yourself. It is only what we are doing on a day-to-day basis that we are breaking off the energy and giving it to other things. Now, this isn't necessarily bad because everything is an energy exchange. Do a certain habit, that's an energy exchange. You go out for a walk, that's an energy exchange. Everything in life is an energy exchange. and It's not necessarily like I need to isolate myself and be by myself so that I'm not exchanging my energy with anyone. No, energy exchanges are necessary, but we just want to make sure that the majority of things that we're exchanging energy with are amplifying our energy and are feeding our energy so that we have a more bright aura. We have a more bright sensation where we can move. We can 
do more things, we feel full, we feel whole. But if a majority of the things that you are doing on a day-to-day basis are depleting your energy, that's when it becomes a problem because you are not able to show up as your most authentic self. You're not able to show up as your most whole self and everything starts to feel like a drag. Like it starts to feel really, really hard to go through life. So I want you guys to identify this and see what is amplifying your energy and what is draining your energy on the day-to-day basis. Okay, so let's talk about things that can amplify your energy. So some things that can amplify your energy are obviously like movement, exercise. After you, you know, go on that walk or you go to the gym or something, you feel really good. You feel like this momentum. Maybe it was a drag getting in the car, but after you did the thing, you're leaving that gym feeling good about yourself. You're leaving that gym feeling good. You feel energized. Other things that can amplify your energy are, you know, genuine love, human connection, surrounding yourself with those people that make you feel good, that don't make you question yourself. Those people that like you are just literally smiling the whole time you're hanging out with them. You're so excited to hang out with them. And also those friends that like you can sit in that comfortable silence because you don't have to like overdo yourself every time you're with them. Like you guys are so comfortable with each other. Rest and meditation are also other things that can just amplify your energy. Allowing your mind to just be still and allowing your mind to breathe and giving yourself space for that. So being able to rest, being able to meditate and like not feeling guilty, like carving out that time just to allow your brain to breathe. So some examples of things that are energy drainers in your life. So I would say a habit is procrastination because procrastination is something where it's like you know something that you need to do you're thinking of it and you're not acting on it in the moment so you're creating all this stagnant energy within yourself because you're not acting on it you know you need to do it and you're creating this stagnant energy and like you guys know that feeling of frustration with yourself when you procrastinate I have this too I'm not saying I'm perfect you guys know that feeling where it's like you're literally so frustrated with yourself you're like I need to make myself sit down right now but I just can't like I get really frustrated with myself So procrastination is one of those things that drains your energy. Other things that drain your energy are toxic people. Who are these people that you are surrounding yourself with that just make you feel like shit? Or maybe they're like one of your friends that are like always trying to be in competition with you, but it's always in a passive aggressive way. But you always feel like you have to have your guard up around these people. These people are not supposed to have access to you and they are draining your energy whether you know it or not. People that also just complain constantly, constantly projecting their limiting beliefs onto you. Also just things that can drain your energy that you don't even notice. I would have some friends that would be complainers or they would just constantly project their limiting beliefs onto me saying that I have to be this way or that I am this way. And... I used to think for them, I was like, you know, like they're insecure. I can obviously read right through them. These are their limiting beliefs. Like that's okay. At least I'm self-aware about that. But when it gets to a certain point where you don't even notice it, but over time it's wearing down at you. It's wearing down at your own confidence and it's wearing down at your own beliefs is like when you need to reevaluate, do I really need to keep these people in my life? Like I have good aspects of these people where like, you know, we have fun together. We do all these things and There are good parts of this friendship, but if they are constantly complaining and just constantly projecting their own limiting beliefs onto me, do I want to surround myself with that all the time? Because that's now starting to affect my own energy and that's starting to affect how I think and how how I feel. And this is why I say your energy is your currency because you have to bet on yourself. If you want to be happy, if you want to be whole, if you want to create 
an amazing life for yourself, you have to start being more intentional with who you're allowing to have access to you. Because if you're allowing everyone to have access to you, you're treating your worth like a Wendy's four for four. Okay. I'm sorry. But if everyone has access to you, it's very easy to take advantage of your energy because that attracts all kinds of people that attracts narcissists, that attracts people that want to walk all over you. And you don't deserve that. People that know their worth are very intentional with their energy. They have a certain standard for the people that they will let into their life. And you just need to start creating this for yourself. So how you can start to be more intentional with your energy is really it comes down to your attention. Your attention is your power. Where you focus your attention is what you're giving your energy to. So you guys have probably heard that we are asleep a third of our lives. So when you think about our lives in the grand scheme, we are asleep for 33% of that. Which, yeah, that does sound like a huge chunk of our lives, but we all sleep around eight hours a day. Like that's the recommended time you should be sleeping a day. So when you think of that, two thirds of our lives are in our waking reality or in our waking life when we're walking around on the day-to-day basis. So I want you to ask yourself, you know, how are you spending the other 16 hours of your day? So I would say like eight or six hours is going to work, school is probably the majority of like what everyone else is doing. So those other eight hours of your day, what are you feeding your brain? And this eight hours of your day, eight hours of your day you're sleeping, Another eight hours of your day, you are either working or you're at school or you're in college or whatever that is for you. The other eight hours of your day, what are you feeding your brain? Because these eight hours are the most important thing if you want to change your reality. If you want to change your reality, you have to start shifting your internal reality now. You don't even understand, but your brain is so easily programmable. Whatever we are feeding our brain on a consistent basis is what is going to alter our beliefs. And especially if you're someone where you look at your screen time and it's like multiple hours a day where it's like six to eight hours a day, what you are consuming within those hours is altering your mind. It's altering your beliefs. And I want you to think about it this way. Let's say that there's two separate realities you. There's one reality you where you go to work or you go to school. And then after you are taking those eight hours and you're just filling your mind with things that are in alignment with a future reality you want. You're listening to podcasts that are motivational. You are reading books on how to create more wealth in your life. You are seeing really inspiring people on social media that are already living that life you are creating. So you're getting exposed to this wealth frequency. You're getting exposed to seeing what it's like to live a luxurious life. Then you start to think for yourself, well, I can do this too because I'm exposed to this so much. I can do this too. This is a norm for me. Then there's a separate reality you that is going to work or school, whatever it is, And then those eight hours a day, you're using it to escape your current reality. You're scrolling through social media, trying to escape your current reality by just numbing yourself, by distracting yourself, by watching other people's lives, by tapping into other people's lives every five seconds as you scroll. So you really need to ask yourself as you look at those two realities, reality A and reality B, where reality A, you are consciously consuming content that is going to put you on that new timeline and reality B, where you are overly consuming content because It is a way to escape your current reality. It's because you don't like your current life right now. When you look at those two side by side, you need to ask yourself, well, which one is going to get me to the life that I want? And it's obviously reality A, right? It's obviously this reality where you are consciously starting to consume more things on this luxury frequency that are going to familiarize your mind with that reality. And you're going to start to think, oh my gosh, that's normal. So obviously this reality A 
is what is going to bring you to that new timeline is what is going to help you jump to that new reality. Whereas reality B is kind of an escapist mindset. And we don't really notice this, but this is kind of what we're doing. When we scroll, it's 100% because we don't want to do something in our waking reality. We're, you know, either procrastinating or we're just bored with our reality or we just don't know what to do. So we just open up the app. We open up TikTok. We open up Instagram and we just start scrolling and watching other people's lives. And I'm not like saying this from a judgmental perspective. I do this too. Like everyone, I think in our day and age that has social media is guilty of doing this. No one's not guilty, but we need to become more conscious of it and more aware of it. Because if you were to literally just refocus all that energy of your screen time on TikTok or on Instagram onto creating a different life for yourself or onto consuming positive content, you are going to have a whole new course of thoughts. By having that whole new course of thoughts, you're going to have an entire new chain reaction. Think of the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect is that one small thing happens and because that one small thing happens, there is a whole domino effect of events that would have never happened if you didn't make that little switch. So I want you to ask yourself, you know, what are you consuming within those hours? And I want you to think of the TV shows you watch, you know, reality TV. What social media do you consume? Are you scrolling on TikTok? Are you scrolling on Instagram? And like when you're scrolling on social media, think of the influencers you follow. Think of the content creators you follow. And is there a certain trend with them? Like, is there something that they all have in common? Because I think it is good to follow certain content creators and influencers who are kind of living the life that you want so that you're kind of exposed to the lifestyle. You see it more if you want to manifest like wealth into your life and you see someone with like, with like a really wealthy home or nice interior that they always show off that lifestyle content. I do think that's good to be exposed to. Or another example is like if you want to travel or be a travel content creator and you follow like travel accounts or influencers who are traveling all the time. I do think that it is really good to be exposed to that because It's going to motivate you and it's going to get you really excited about this reality you want to create for yourself. And it's also going to be really encouraging because you're going to see them doing this every single day. And it's going to also reaffirm that narrative. Oh, if they can do it, so can I. But I also think there is another hand to this where there are influencers and content creators that are kind of reaffirming past versions of ourselves to us where there are content creators that are like really funny, but they constantly make broke jokes or they like always talk about how broke they are and that it's relatable or that, you know, men treat them like trash and how it's relatable or they're so depressed and mentally unwell that it's relatable. And I feel like a lot of people, especially like Gen Z, like my generation, it's very normalized to talk about like how you're not mentally okay or how you're mentally unstable, but it's like funny. And I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but I know like for Gen Z, that's like a definitely a big thing. And I think that's just such a suffocating box to put yourself in. I do think like, yeah, we do all go through highs and lows, but if that is part of your identity, if you are constantly saying that you are mentally unwell and you're not okay, and you continue to reaffirm that to yourself, like that's part of your personality trait, that is such a suffocating box to be in because you're not going to allow yourself to grow outside of that. When you slap that label onto yourself, you won't let your mind think outside of that box. And that's something that you carry around with yourself. So even if you're not necessarily doing this, but you follow a content creator or an influencer who is constantly identifying with these limiting beliefs that you don't want to agree to, you need to reevaluate who it is that you're following and whose content you are exposing yourself to. Because even though it may be funny and 
you know, you're like, oh, well, you know, I have my own beliefs. They have their own beliefs. Over time, if you're consuming that a lot, it's going to start to alter the way you think. As you expose your mind to these other things or to other people, to certain influencers or shows, you are giving all of that content outside of yourself free access to your mind and it will start to alter your beliefs over time if you consume this over and over and over and over again. So one example for me is, so I'm 23 and like Twitter was really big in high school for me, but something that was like a huge thing was like these men hater accounts. And I don't know why I used to think they were so fucking funny. I stopped kind of following those accounts because I realized that it was starting to wear at my own beliefs. I've only had three boyfriends so far. Two of those three boyfriends have been absolutely amazing to me and have been the best gentleman ever. The other one was like when I was not in a good headspace and I shouldn't have gotten a relationship to begin with. But basically all the proof that I have towards men in my life has been nothing but great. And I have high standards and I have a thorough belief that men will treat me well in relationships. But as I started to like really get wrapped into these men hater accounts, and this was like in high school and college where like it was really funny just to follow them. And like I would see their tweets every day or, you know, I would see the TikToks or Instagram posts. It slowly started to alter my beliefs. And, you know, I would just start to make those jokes like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, are men okay? Or, or, you know, like men need therapy immediately or the bars on the floor, all that kind of stuff. And it did slowly start to wear at my own beliefs. And then I would see that leaking out into my relationships with men where, you know, I would start to worry about things I would never worry about before. Or I would start to just like be more skeptical of people that I just met even though this is a whole new person, I don't know this person. And I'm already like projecting my own limiting beliefs about men onto this person. So even though that was something that I thought was really funny, it actually started to affect my own beliefs about men, my own perspective about, you know, my love life. And so I realized I was like, I actually can't entertain this anymore because it's starting to affect me and my beliefs about men. And then also affecting my own standard where if I think that like the majority of men treat women like shit, then I will just start accepting the bare minimum. Or like if someone does the bare minimum, I'm going to think that's like so great and I'm going to start getting attached to them. If you constantly feed your brain to that, you are subscribing to that reality. So think about how you can refocus this. And I want you to think just a majority of your time, like I'm not saying you can't watch any reality TV or you can't like go on social media at all. I obviously like, do go on social media a new rule I'm kind of creating for myself is like to not go on social media unless I am creating. I probably have like about an hour of scrolling, whatever that is for me, just because I just realize it hurts me way more than it helps me when I'm scrolling because I get way too overstimulated. And I also like love a good Love Island episode or The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Okay, so I am totally I love reality TV as well. I'm just talking about in moderation. Like you don't want your whole life to be escaping your reality you know, binge watching all these shows all the time and scrolling on social media all the time because you're escaping your own reality. When you're escaping your own reality, you can't really create anything new in it because you're giving all your attention to other people's realities. You're being a watcher. You're watching other people's realities. You're sitting back and watching their show. This is your show. You came here to create. What do you want to create for yourself? You can live that life too. That's so awesome that they, this influencer has this life. Wow. What if you had that life? You can do that too. Wow, that's so awesome that this person makes this amount of money. That's so awesome. You can do that too. You are allowed to have this life. Put yourself in the position of being a creator. This is your fucking show. You are the main character. Okay, so here are the four steps of how you're going to have 
the most abundant energy going into 2023. So number one is you need to center and focus your energy. And as you guys know, I always say this, center, focus your energy. And if you don't know what this means, as I said before, your energy is so whole and complete as you are in your natural state. It is when we give our energy to other things that we start to lose parts of ourselves. We start to lose parts of our energy. We start to break off that piece of our energy and hand it over to someone else. So how I would say to center focus your energy is first eliminate distractions. What are things that are holding you back from this reality? What are things that like you were doing excessively that it's like, I have to stop this. This can be friends. This can be habits. This can be sleeping in, whatever that is for you. You need to define what your distractions are and eliminate them. Second way you can center focus your energy is you want to create a routine that nourishes you. When I first became an entrepreneur and I would like wanted to be a coach really bad, I made a list of all these different things I wanted to create and it was just so many different things. So I was like, okay, I have to work weekends. You know, I have to get maybe like five hours of sleep a night, which is like actually absurd looking back at it because that's not a sustainable way to live. And I was just like creating a cycle of burnout for myself. And as I recalibrated after I got completely burnt out and I was like, okay, well, how am I going to reapproach this? I now prioritize getting at least eight hours of sleep at night. Like that is a non-negotiable for me because if I don't have enough sleep, I am less productive anyway. I don't get shit done because I'm tired. And I want to take a nap in the middle of the day. So I always prioritize eight hours of sleep. I make sure that I get those eight hours of sleep and I created a routine that works for me. So another way I like to do this is You know how we talked about how you need to start exposing your mind to those things of the new reality that you want in order to create that reality for yourself? So I have all these habits that I have to do in order to really shift my mind into that. I have to be really intentional in my energy. And I can probably fit all those habits into one hour. So what I do is I create this like power hour where I do all my habits within the same hour. So I do my journaling, I do my affirmations, I do my gua sha, I do my skincare, all within the same hour. To center focus your energy, create this like power hour for yourself. And this can be right in the morning or when you come home from work or school. But I usually like to do either early morning or like after your day is done and just hammer out all your habits within an hour and then you're done. Then you can just chill, you can do whatever you want, you can get back to your life. But you will notice if you do this consistently, you will really start to change your thought patterns because you are being so intentional with what it is that you're feeding your mind. So the second thing to do to embody this abundant energy is I want you to really adopt this constantly winning mindset. And you guys have probably heard of lucky girl syndrome because I feel like that's a big thing that's trending on TikTok right now. I'm thinking of making my next podcast episode just dedicated to that. If you guys want to hear that, let me know. But This is basically what I'm talking about, where you are are constantly winning. Everything is always going right for you. So think about times in your life where you're like, oh, the world feels against me. Like, you know, I just can't win out here. So this is literally that, but the opposite. And if you can do the the world is against me mindset, you can 100% do the constantly winning mindset. So the constantly winning mindset is you are just always attracting these new opportunities, new experiences, money your way. Everything is always going good for you. And you are just assuming that you are that main fucking character. You are that bitch. Everything is just always going right. And everything works out so well for you. So how to really shift into this winning mindset. If you're coming from a mindset where you're not practicing this is first, you want to start by celebrating small wins and be extra as fuck. So something that I heard on another girl's podcast, um, 
God, I don't even remember what it was. I like listened to too many podcasts. But she was saying like every time um, she sells something, like she gets a notification to her phone and I get the same thing. I get a notification in my email. And she has started saying whenever she sees them pop up, she goes, thank you. And then it says the person's name. So she'll be like, thank you, Amanda, or thank you, Tiffany, or thank you, or thank you, Jessica. And just constantly thanks the universe for whenever she just, even if she sells like a little bit of money, she's constantly thanking the universe. If she finds a $20 bill off the ground, she thanks the universe. She thanks God. And so just constantly like thanking God, thanking the universe for all the small wins. And as you show that gratitude, the universe, God is going to want to give you more. Like if you're not appreciative, think about if you got someone a gift and they're just like, oh, whatever. Think about if it was someone's birthday and you thought of this like amazing gift to get them and you put so much thought into it, you wrapped it up, made it look all nice and you give it to the person that are just kind of like, Ugh, like whatever, like unamused for their next birthday. What are you going to do? You're not going to put in that much effort. You're not really going to care because you're just like, wow, I put in all this thought and love into this and you're just giving me fucking bland wheat thin personality. Like what the fuck? You know, I'm not going to pour my energy into you because it's not even fucking worth it. But when you give someone a gift and they love it and they genuinely really like it, it gets you so fired up. And then you keep thinking about, oh, you know, I want to do this for this person. I want to do this for this for this person. So really, we need to show gratitude that it starts with celebrating our small wins now. Even the tiniest little things. Be extra as fuck. Be dramatic as fuck. Being like, show that enthusiasm. Show that gratitude. And God, the universe will come back and bring that back to you in tenfold. But you have to start celebrating your small wins now. Another small win too is like if you're someone that hasn't been in a routine in a while and you want to start getting into a routine and so you wake up and you go to the gym that day, start celebrating yourself. You're like, fuck yeah, girl, let's go. Let's go. We went to the gym. We are a fitness baddie. Like what? Take yourself to Starbucks. Get yourself a nice little drink after going. Okay, celebrate your small wins because when you're being dramatic as fuck and you're being extra and you're gassing yourself up and hyping yourself up for this, you're going to start to train your mind to start thinking like this because we think like we're like, oh, you know, like we want to go to the gym and you go to the gym one time and you're like, oh, well, like that was like my goal. I don't really deserve to celebrate because that's already my goal. We are like our own worst critics all the time and we are constantly like nitpicking parts of ourselves and things that we need to fix and things that we need to improve on. But what if you flip the script? What if you literally just started hyping yourself up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you for going today. I'm so proud of you for doing this. I'm so awesome. I'm so amazing. Wow. I look great today. And you just start hyping yourself up in the mirror, hype yourself up, flip the script, and you're going to train your brain to start thinking like that. Your brain's going to want to get up to go to the gym because you're proud of yourself. You're going to want to get out of bed. At first, it's uncomfortable when you're first, you know, getting into a new routine or starting change. Yes, there's this awkward, uncomfortable hunch and it's so awkward and so uncomfortable and it's going to feel like the progress is really slow, 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 slow. And then it's like a roller coaster where it just picks up like that because you get over that awkwardness. You get over that and your brain is finally adjusted to your new reality. So shift your focus on always winning. Say that you're always winning. Say that everything is always working out for you. If someone gives you a free bagel at work or something, Oh my God, this is amazing. Things are always working out for me. I always get free food. I always get free things wherever I go. I know it sounds stupid and extra, but you need to be extra. This is your life. You need to be so extra. You need to be your number one hype man. And as you are in this 
happy, winning energy, you start to attract more wins into your life and you start to attract the bigger things that are coming into your life. The big wins, the big opportunities, the amazing people that you're going to meet, all that stuff. But you can't celebrate the big wins without celebrating the little wins first. Okay, third thing you need to do to embody your most abundant energy is you need to eliminate energy drainers. So I know I already kind of touched on this, but what I would just really have you ask yourself is who slash what is pulling you down in a negative way? And these can be celebs, influencers, old friends, exes, or even your friends currently that have these limiting beliefs that are kind of dragging you down with them. You need to really ask yourself, what is draining my energy and what can I reduce in my life? Because if your problem is procrastination, if your problem is, you know, you're just kind of hesitant on taking action towards your goals, I can guarantee you if you just eliminate the distractions in your life, you won't feel that way. You won't feel like you can't get stuff done. You won't feel like you have bad focus or that you're bad at taking action. The only thing that's standing in your way is just these little roadblocks. And then once you eliminate them, your mind is so much clearer. You can actually get shit done. I used to always be like, oh, I have ADHD. That's why I can't sit down and, you know, write things. And then I realized when I like started to like be conscious about my screen time and started to be conscious about when I was going on my phone was when I could sit down and I could focus and I could literally write for two hours straight. And so then I started to think to myself, you know, was it my ADHD or was I literally just like scattering my energy so much that I was so overstimulated that I couldn't focus because I had a squirrel brain after scrolling for two hours on TikTok. Getting to your goal, it's not that much work really. All you have to do is just eliminate the things that are energy drainers, eliminate the things that are distracting you and then you'll notice your natural state Your energy by itself is very clear. You're very clear-minded. You can get stuff done easily. So the fourth thing to have the most abundant energy in 2023 is the people you surround yourselves with. And I know this kind of touches off the last point, but this is so important because who you surround yourself with will affect your beliefs, whether you know it or not. And I don't care how long you've known someone, all that kind of stuff. You can still be friends with someone but if they are seriously dragging you down and when you leave conversations with them you feel drained like you're not excited to see them you don't feel happy you know it doesn't feel like a positive interaction all the time you feel you know like you're constantly catering to them like they've run their course with you and you can't keep allowing them to have access to you just start to be more conscious with your energy start to think about who you're surrounding yourself with and start to choose people that have traits that you admire. Start to choose people that are doing the kind of things that you want to do. How I can really tell if a friend is right for me is I always ask myself, do I like who I am when I'm with this person? Like, do they bring out a good side of me or do they bring out a bad side of me? Good side of me is going to be an obvious feeling. You're happy, you're laughing, you're giggling. Like, you guys just have the best time together. She makes you feel good about yourself. You know, you're just like good friends and they're loyal, all that kind of stuff. Bad side of you is like, maybe you guys do have a good time together, but also what side of me are they bringing out? Like, are they bringing out an old wounded version of myself? Are they bringing out a version of myself that like needs validation from other people? Does it feel like you're in a box with this person? Does it feel like you are stuck in this reality? If they're always making broke jokes, does it feel like that's something that you guys always have in common with each other? Or if they're always talking about how men are trash, is that something that you guys always laugh about together? And if that's what you guys are laughing about, then you guys are agreeing to stay in that same reality together. Your bond is almost like a trauma bond because your common ground is based off both of your past wounds. 
if you continue to agree to that reality, is it even a past wound? It's your current reality. You're reaffirming that reality in your current reality now. So it's so, 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 so important to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that have growth mindsets, that are always expanding, that are happy, that are content with their lives, and not people that are just like so unhappy with their lives, but mask it with humor. So just going over all that, in order to have your most abundant energy in 2023, first, you need to center focus your energy. You need to call your energy back and focus it on yourself and your own vision and really keep that tunnel vision alive. Second thing is you need to have this constantly winning mindset. So constantly celebrating your wins, constantly acting like everything is always working out in your favor. At first, it's going to be a little bit of a placebo, but then you're going to really start to attract those big wins into your life. Third thing is eliminate those energy drainers. Who slash what is pulling you down? Cut that off. They no longer are allowed to have access to you. Fourth thing is you need to be very conscious of the people that you are surrounding yourself with. So that is everything for today's podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm thinking of the next episode to do will be the lucky girl syndrome because I've had a couple of you guys DMing me about it. Um, But yeah, that is all for now. If you want more content, or if you want to request any podcast topics, feel free to DM me over on my Instagram at Maddie Cleary. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Babbage Guide to Manifestation podcast. If you love this episode, feel free to leave a rate and review below. For more content in Babbage energy, you can check me out over on TikTok at maddie.cleary and on Instagram at maddiecleary. That's it for today, and I'll catch you over in the next episode.